Welcome to the Manology Project Podcast. I am your host, Quentin Crumby. And on this channel, we're going to be discussing what true manhood looks like as we understand our value, our identity, and our purpose as men using godly principles. Now let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your host, Quentin, and I am back, man, on another Thursday night. And uh, just here, man, as you guys know, uh, this show is all about talking to the men. Uh, we talk about understanding our values, our identity, and our purpose. And uh, basically, we like to dive in and strengthen and build up young men. Um, and what I did was I went out here, man, uh, we're really big into music. I think that music shapes and it molds our identities uh, as young men. I grew up on rap and and, and, you know, but circular rap. Right. And then all of a sudden I get saved. I give my life to God. Then all of a sudden we got Christian rap. So what I did was the better way to explain it, I went ahead and found a good friend here. His name is K drama and I'm going to bring him on in a minute. And he's going to pretty much give us the skinny on what the Christian rap and production part and where is that the influence and also the impact that it has on our youth. So let me go ahead and introduce Mr. K drama. What's going on, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm blessed. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. Uh, like I said before, appreciate you coming on, man, to share and kick some knowledge about the Christian rap world and 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 really just kind of filling us in on that impact, man, because uh, we really want to deal in with young men and that identity piece. And as we all know, music plays a huge part in shaping our young men uh, today. Yeah. And so uh, before we even jump into that, man, uh, we know your name is K-Drama, man, but why don't you fill us in? Give us a little background on, you know, where you're from, what you've done, how long you've been in the game. Whew. So, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, listen, and I know you've been in the game for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Man. It's, so. just, it's just funny because when I used to answer this question, like, I remember there was a time where. I didn't have much to say, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm just starting. I'm just, you know, <laughs> right. I, I'm working on my first album and <laughs> you know, now, now my album number 10, which is just crazy to think. Yeah. And that doesn't include mixtapes and compilation albums that I've worked on. So I've been doing Christian hip hop music, um, since the late nineties, I'm in my thirties still. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, you're still so, a young man. You know, still so, young. <laughs> you know don't let the grace fool you. you know, right. Still, still in my thirties. I'm 36, but uh, I started real, real young. I was 14 um, when I started doing uh, Christian rap music. I got saved um, at my friend's funeral. He was 13 years old. He died of a heart failure, and um, I always went to church and I, I believed in Christ, like I knew Jesus existed, but I didn't yeah. believe in him in a way to where my life indicated that I live for him. Like my, right. my faith was not shown by my works, you know? And so, right. um, gave my life to Christ at the funeral, went to a youth retreat some months later. I saw another guy, uh, rapping, um, one night at the youth retreat and I was super encouraged. And the Lord spoke to me while he was rapping and told me, I want you to go home. I want you to write your first song. And I'm like, huh? Like what? Like, I, <laughs> you know, because I like rap music. I enjoy right. it. You know, I listened to to Master P um, real heavy at that time, Cash Money. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, that's what I was really into. But then, um, you know, I, I had to do the purge, got rid of all my all my my, my worldly albums. And, <laughs> right. Don't we know, always got to do that? Yeah, we got to do that. You know, and my pastor know. was putting me on to like a lot of great tree records, um, artists that um, guys that I still even look up to to this day. But um, I never thought that I myself would hold the microphone like I yeah. never never put myself in that because I was real shy growing up. Like I, I, um, my dad, um, really didn't affirm me as a kid. Like I I had identity issues and I really struggled with insecurity, like real bad. And so, um, I even failed. I I got held back a grade just because of like how premature, like I was a smart kid. I just kept to myself and I just froze. I was frozen in fear. Um, For a long time and then the lord just really broke me of of those things to the yeah. point to where i started performing publicly um i was about to be 15 years old and uh it's just crazy that years later like he developed the craft um even on the production side which again i i did i wasn't like a trained musician i didn't know how to make beats or anything like that but i but god Whoa. took me from somebody who never produced, never wrote music to, you know, I end up pro- producing on a Grammy nominated uh, Christian rap album from uh, my homie Flame. Um, I've produced for Lecrae, I've produced for Tadashi, and um, a lot of artists that are popular in CHH. Uh, my, my, I myself uh, was signed to Cross Movement Records for a period of time. Um, yeah. I've, had, I've had two albums that um, charted on the Billboard charts. And so I say all that not to brag like, yo, yo, look at me, you know. Right. But it's, it's just crazy that God took someone who I guess to the world would look foolish. Like this, this is not the prerequisite for a rap right. artist. Like I right. never I never rapped a day in my life before Jesus got a hold of my heart. And so it just shows you like God could take anything and and he could take the foolish things and he could really shame the wise. And so um, I'm really grateful for what I do. Um, I have a full fledged recording studio on my house. Like it's, it's not bootleg. It's not Ricky Dean. Like I, I, <laughs> right. I a, a lot of professional quality work. I'm, I'm in my studio now and um, I've been doing music full time um, for 12 years. So um, I'm really grateful. Um, not only that it's a ministry, but that God also allows me to profit from it as a business and I can honor the Lord through my business. And so entrepreneurship um, has, has been cool, you know, even though it's hard, as you know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You're an entrepreneur as well. But um, yeah. I'm just grateful that like, these are things I never would have saw at 14 years old. Like I was just, you know, happy to rap at a talent show or rap at a right. festival, rap, <laughs> rap, rap for the youth group, you know? So right. um, I'm really grateful. I'm really honored. Now, now, the thing is this, and I, I do like and I see that's the part of your story that I really didn't know uh, because I tried to dig in to see exactly, you know, I, I knew you had been in the game for a while. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically because I started listening to, to Christian rap with Cross Movement. I mean, mm-hmm. Cross Movement was like the, yeah, you know, they were like uh, the Russell Simmons. I mean, exactly. uh, yeah, Russell Simmons. Yeah. Like they, so they had like yep. all the artists at one point of time. They yeah, had all they the did. artists under them. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you were able to really see the dynamic change from when they first started, right? Whack, you know, whack beats and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because what it was was that I remember even having conversations about Christian rap, and it was like, "Yo, man, it's kind of whack." They're talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 
quoting scriptures, you know, and mm-hmm, nobody right. want to hear that. You know, so that's for Bible study. Yeah. And I think that that message came across. I think over the years it has been heard and that people don't want their music. They don't want their rap. OK, now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you got your, if you got if you got if you got your gospel where you have your uh, worship songs, they don't mind hearing yeah. the script. When people hear they rap. Yeah. It's got to get crunk. You want to be yeah, yeah. bumping. Yep. Uh, you want them 808s cranking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, want my, I want the speakers knocking. Yeah. And now that I've seen where Christian rap came from and I'm looking at it now and I'm like, okay, so now Bizzle, mm-hmm. you know, switching over from secular to come over and God arrested him. Mm-hmm. Same. I don't know him personally, but just right. watching and listening to his story, he was arrested and came over and then mm-hmm. changed the game up even more, bringing more of that, what people wanted to hear. Where did mm-hmm. you come from? You know what I'm saying? And then really opening up the door. So I like how you said you had an identity problem and then music, like God literally used music to rescue you mm-hmm. out, of an, out of an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's why I brought you on here because that's basically what I really want to talk about. We got our yeah. young guys uh, are growing up fatherless mm-hmm. or fathers in the home that are not still not there. And man, and so you know, even back, I mean, I'm forty. I'll be forty six. So I mean, I'm I'm ten years what? older. But yeah, you look great. <laughs> that, oh man, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but back then, music. Uh, pretty much help sculpture and and provide you with the information that you needed when it came to dating girls, when it came Mm -hmm. to doing all of these things as a young man, Mm -hmm. if you didn't have no father in the house, you either use the guys on the street or you use the music. Right. Facts. And so I like that God would use something that's so valuable to, you know, the young generation like music. So Mm -hmm. when I look at that um, and and so have you been creating beats? So did you do rap and beats when you started or did you just do straight rap? So the way it went was I, I started writing first. I started started with rapping first. But the issue was I, I the only kind of beats I could get were industry beats. So like I would go okay. to Walmart. This is late 90s. So right. I, would, I would just buy instrumentals from singles. So I, I, I would get like JT Money's Who That instrumental. I would get, you know, Snoop Dogg, Woof, uh, back when he was with No Limit instrumental. Yeah. And, and I would write my own song to it. But I was like, man, it would be dope to have my own beats. But again, this is the late 90s. So you couldn't just go on SoundCloud and find a producer, you know. <laughs> right. You could. This is it a different SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. So like, unless you knew uh, uh, someone who made beats, like, you either had to make your own or make your or not rap the beats, you know. And so what yeah. I did was um, my church actually let me borrow the church keyboard because uh, they didn't really use it. They didn't have a keyboardist at the time. Uh, we would just sing. We would just sing over songs, over tapes. And so they would let me borrow the keyboard for the weekend. I didn't have a, the equipment. But I just I just use what I had. Like, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta work with what you have and then you level up, you know, when you can. And so for me, it was taking the karaoke machine that my mom had. Um, it was it really wasn't even a karaoke machine. It was a it was a duo cassette um tape player with a CD player on top. 
And yeah. what you could do, you could, um, if you had it like on tape mode and you press record, it would record like a karaoke machine. So I, yep. used, I actually used two stereos. I used one to record the vocals and I used the other <laughs> one to play the beat. You know what I'm saying? I was like, where there's a will, there's a way. And yeah. so um, I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. But I was. And how old were you? I was 14. I was 14 years old. And so God just arrested you. Yeah. Told you to do this, and you yep. went full throttle. So, what is your throttle. mind? What is your mindset around that? So young to take God at His word, like really? How? To be like, honest, I just did it. Like it wasn't. It there was a there were fleeing thoughts. Like, okay, what am I doing? Like this is this is crazy. <laughs> right. right. But it was really a quick millisecond thought because the Holy Spirit was just in control. Like. Obviously, like you look at me today in the fruit shows, like that was right. the Holy Spirit, even back then, guiding me every step of the way. Like, all right, right. I mean, that's still stuff. I I mean, it's bigger issues, but it's the same stuff. It's problem right. solving. It's all right. There's a the problem is I only have limited resources. All right. right. Well, I could either give up because um I don't feel like I have the resources I need to make it happen, or I can just have Jesus. I, I can use the five fish, two loaves approach. Right. Like, Lord, take the little I have and multiply it. And so literally I took, I, I took the keyboard. I, the, the beats were whack, you know, just like you were saying, like, like <laughs> right. they were early on, I, I was just yeah. using what I had, you know, eventually right. like, I feel like God just, I don't know, like all of a sudden it just, there was a switch, you know, and, yeah. um, like the beats got better and they kept getting better. And it was to the yeah. point where when I started performing, like eventually I got into a professional recording studio. Yeah. Eventually my stuff started sounding better. Eventually yeah. I had a mentor. Eventually I'm opening for all these artists. I'm I'm opening for Lecrae. And Lecrae's like, yo, who makes your beats? And I'm like, I make my beats. And he's like, <laughs> yo, we need right. to talk, you know? Yeah. So that, yeah. That's really how a lot of, lot, lot of the progress I made, like, I was able to work with these artists because it wasn't like I was trying to, it, it's harder when you're just one or the other. And, and, yeah. um, and usually people are really good at one and then they're terrible at the other. And you, I know that is yeah. something. That's so something. I'm, I'm really grateful that of course, obviously some people are going to like me as a producer more than an artist and vice versa. But right. like it was to the point where I'm doing shows and I'm rapping over my own beats. And so really it was like, my me performing not only was an audition for me as an artist, but it was an audition for other for artists at, yeah. yeah, as a producer. And so like yeah. every time I rap, like people were like really impressed with my beats and my production. And so people, and you got to think like, cause cross movement ran the game. And not just, not just because cross movement ran the game, but you got to think of the climate. Like you had, right. It was East Coast music. It was Jay-Z. It was right. DMX. Yeah. It was, you know, it was, that was the sound. And then eventually, like, Lil John and 3-6 Mafia and Cash yeah. Money and No Limit, like, all them in the South. started changing, over, yeah. You know, yeah. and so, but Christian hip-hop for a long time was really behind. So, yeah. like, you would hear Christian hip-hop and, you know, the all the worldly music you hear on the radio sound like the South, but then you listen to Christian hip hop 
and it's very East Coast driven. And I love right. East Coast music. I'm not saying it like a diss, but it's just our if you, a lot of people thought it was corny because it sounded dated. Like that was right. the problem. And yeah. so and, and so when people heard my music, they're like, yo, like this sound like what you hear on the radio, because right. that's what I was influenced by. I wasn't trying to be. I wasn't trying to be like cross movement. I was like, even though cross movement, I was inspired by them, influenced by them. I still wanted to be K drama. You know, right. I still wanted to right. be myself. And so that's where I'm rapping to over 808s and, you know, 116th pattern hi hats. And you don't, you didn't really hear that in the music. And I'm, and like, even when you heard like, like cross movement, were, like when they came out with, huh, what? Like they're rapping, like that was a down south, you know, beat. But it still sound it sounded like an East Coast producer producer. And I love that beat. And I'm not saying it again as a diss, but it's right. different when you have an artist who actually who does that sound. It's not, I'm right. trying to do that sound. Like, no, that's my sound. Right. And so like I was rapping over 808s like pretty early. Like you you heard like like a lot of producers that were trying to mimic that sound, they were using sub basses, which have made the return in production. I know I'm getting a little nerdy, but like the 808. This is the thing, dude. I got a brother that's like <laughs> deep into this stuff, dude. Nice, so it, nice. It's crazy that I actually even understand a lot. Of <laughs> 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 I, I'm have to, I hopefully he watch it, dude, because I'm like, dude, I guess you must have prepped me for this yeah, whole scenario. Yeah, yeah. I understand <laughs> he just been telling me about the 808. He like, bro, yeah. the 808, you got to have this kick. And he just had yep. me on a journey listening to some of his music on that. So yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. the eight oh eight. Like, and it is not that it's a new thing. It's just Christian hip hop. We just didn't have the resources once again. Right. And and so like you heard the eight oh eights. Um, like in the old school music, like definitely heard it in the eighties. But then um, over time, it kind of changed the production style and like what happened with Christian hip hop was a lot of Christian rappers had limited resources. And so the good, like God put me in a position to where my brother went to school. He was, well, we both went to the same school, but my brother was in class um, with a guy who ended up starting a studio a few years later. And okay. I mean, studio was full fledged, like 32 track recording studio. I mean, this studio would still be, a force to be reckoned with in today's times. Yeah. But like I I had access. That was the thing. Like if you don't have the equipment yourself, you got to right. have access. And so where this studio was charging $75 an hour, he wasn't charging me that because of relationship. And so yeah. I ended up being able to go to the studio for $25 an hour, which to be honest, still was a stretch. Um, yeah, for somebody so young. <laughs> for somebody so young. And yeah. it was, and my dad, like, he had a drug addiction, and so we really struggled financially. But my mom always believed in me, like, and she always wanted, like, she just was happy that I was saved and doing something <laughs> for God. So she's like, right, right, she's like whatever yeah. we got to do to, you to know, keep you safe in the studio <laughs> and, and keep you on the right track. We gonna right, do that. Right. And so, yeah. like, I thank God for Sean Kenny, who was the guy on the studio, because. He showed me the 808. He showed me like all these drums and and really that's when my sound just like skyrocketed and eventually like I knew I had something when because 
you got to think, I'm in high school. And That's you what know, I'm saying, yeah. You know high school students, they'll chew you out. They'll make yeah. fun of you, especially if you're a Christian. Like, I had, like, I kind of had, like, that was the double whammy. It's, first of all, you trying to rap. Like, who this clown trying to rap? Then right. number two is, oh, he a Christian rapper. Like, oh, here we go. So right. I knew, like, to be a sophomore in high school, junior in high school, because I was at a new school my um junior year, um, because okay. I got I got um that's a whole nother story, but like I was I was at a new school and I was really trying to keep my raps on the DL, but eventually the cat kind of got out the bag that I was rapping. And so I was like, you know what? Like I remember this one guy, he was like, Man, your stuff don't sound like Project Pat though. And that lit a fire under <laughs> me. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to write the hardest rap. Hardest gospel rap ever. And I wrote that rap and I ended up winning second place in the talent show. Like that Man. year. Because nice. it, 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 it had he not gave me that criticism. Right. You wouldn't have have yeah, I didn't I wouldn't have had the encouragement to really step my game up. And I I feel like ever since he said that, like that was part of the motivation, um, just period to just be polished as an MC. And as a producer, like not to just be like, oh, I do it for Jesus. So you should like what I do. No, like just because I do it for Jesus doesn't mean it's good. Like yeah. Jesus is good, but that doesn't mean my music is good. Right. And so yeah. I really came with the approach like, yo, I'm going to do this unto the Lord as best as I can. And I want people, I want the saved to be encouraged. I want the unsaved to be encouraged to be saved. And I yeah. want to give glory to God. Like that was my mission in high school for real. Yeah. And it's really, and it's really good that you even said that because, um, so I, I, I checked out the new, some of the new stuff, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, both sides are blessed. So it's like, yeah, yeah. uh, what I was very impressed is that the message was still Christ driven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which takes me to a question, which is like, so where do you think the state of rap is today? So Christian rap, like, what does that state look like? Because I hear mm -hmm. like the music is really, you know, we we went from where it was a line drawn where it was like Christian rap was over here, secular rap yeah. over here. Now mm -hmm. that line is way, it's <laughs> actually... It's so blurry that you can't even see it on some of the songs that you may hear out there. Yeah. Uh, and there's no knock to any of the artists right. uh, on their salvation or not. And I know we're just we're trying to open up a door. Um, like you said, uh, you, you want it to be where save kids stay safe. And then mm -hmm. but then also there's a draw, mm -hmm. you know, to the body of Christ. So what is the state of, the, of Christian rap just to you? Like when you look at it as a producer. Not the rapper, but the producer. Like, what right. do you see that state being? So I'm a let, let's go macro. Um, and I wanna I wanna really I wanna give people as quickly as I can, like a short history lesson, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. So because I've been in CHH for a long time, even before I became an artist, even before I became a Christian. I listen to CHH. Oh, okay. And so, like, I really see this from a lot of different. I love this question. So, when I first heard Christian rap, I was hearing groups like A1 Swift and um, oh, Gospel yeah. Gangsters and oh, like, yeah. uh, Idol, Idol King. Like, these yeah. are. 
These are groups that I'm rocking with. Actually, A1 Swift is from my hometown, Cincinnati, Ohio. So um, shout out to shout out to Alicia Tyler. She she's super dope. So um, so Christian hip hop, like back when I heard it, when I first heard it, even though I was listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony, like Bone Thugs and Harmony from Ohio, they from Cleveland. So they right. was real heavy, real heavy and scentsy. Like we yeah. love Bone Thugs. And I was listening to Bone Thugs one minute, and I listen to A One Swift the next minute, just to give you right. an idea. So I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm 12 years old. I'm listening to, um, you know, Drop the Bomb, and then the next minute I'm listening to Mr. Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm t- like totally mixed mess. So I'm a firm believer that you're not gonna reach everybody, no matter who you are. Like. Right. Michael Jackson's videos on YouTube, though they're few, if you go to a Michael Jackson YouTube video, it's got some dislikes. Right. Uh, the king of pop, you know. And so right. I always use that as an analogy because not everybody likes everyone. You got right. people who don't like Michael Jackson because they prefer Prince. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. That was a big battle. <laughs> that was a big battle. You know what I'm saying? They're both super dope. Like, right. but, but people are going to have their preferences. And so I, I think the problem that CHH has always had um, identity-wise is the fact that everybody is trying to pull it into their direction of what they feel like CHH should look like. When in all actuality, there's room for everybody. Right, um, right. And I feel like uh, like when I got into C- like w- when I was listening to A1 Switch, like it was super Bible-thumping, like, like right. you know, it sounded great. Like I, I wasn't a, but I was a church kid too. But I, right. I had one foot in, one foot out. I don't know, like from the perspective of maybe someone who's on the street, like if they would want to bump a A one Swift or bump a Gospel Gangsters or bump, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Idol King. I don't right. know it from that angle, but just from my perspective, like I liked the beats and I liked how they flow, and that made me want to listen. Right. Um, so then after I got saved, November 22nd, 98, like I started listening to Great Tree and Great Tree was trying to like, cause gangster rap was still, uh, like it was kind of fading out, but cause you have more hustler rap, like Jay-Z, I call like more entrepreneur rap, like drug dealing rap, not necessarily gangster rap. Like right, right. it's not about banging, it's more about making money, um, and, and getting women. And so- right. Gospel, but you had a lot of great tree artists who were rapping about like you know I got my sixty six you know strap I'm strapped with the with the Bible you know I'm pulling drive by witnesses on you um you know yeah. you know all these things because it's you know what you're hearing in the industry what you're hearing on the worldly side they're trying to you know give you the alternative that you can listen to um and and not skip a beat and so. Yeah. Though, like, I will admit, like, some of that looking back can't, it does come off a bit corny. Um, at the same time, I really enjoyed a lot of the music, um, from that era, you know what I'm saying? And I, I participated in it because I was influenced by it. Like, I had songs where I was talking about shooting, shooting demons, and you yeah. know, all that. And then I quickly kind of realized, like, yeah, uh, that's not good. Yeah, so then, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody really wants to hear that. And so then you had like cross movement era. So you had cross movement who super theological. You got to think they're they they're, were 
they they're trying to they're you got to think of who's popular at the time. You had Wu Tang Clan. You had you know a lot of five percent of Busta Rhymes. You had a lot of yeah. lyricists who who were saying all this jargon, a lot of different theological stuff that's that's not you know Christ centered. And so right. Cross Movement is trying to combat that with their lyricism. And you got to think just in general, like Christian rap. Like when you said Christian, when you said rap back in the late 90s, early 2000s, like, I mean, people still do this today. But the reason why we call ourselves Christian rappers is because if you say you rap, people, especially in a church, they automatically oh. assume that you're yeah. rapping for the world. They automatically right. assume that you're dropping F-bombs every other line. They right. automatically assume that you're degrading women in your lyrics. And, and from the beginning. Right. From the very from the genesis of hip hop, that hasn't been true. It's just right. what happens is the industry finds something that's profitable and they exploit it, and so that's all you hear on the radio because it's controlled by the puppet masters. They don't want right. you to hear the positive. I mean, you you know that that that's even beyond music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That, but but like, there's always been positive music. There's always been music that um didn't glorify the things that like you know the the radio would play you know 90 percent of the time but we right. just don't get exposed to that and so christian hip-hop like we threw christian in front of it we threw whether it's hip-hop or it's rap or gospel rap you know because gospel rap was real huge like we would say yeah. we're gospel rappers but like the reason why we did that is so that churches wouldn't turn us away because i remember rapping on stages and and they didn't know we were rappers and they ended up pulling a plug on us. Like I remember that time, like rappers don't have to go through that these days, but those are things that we had to deal with. And so like, I, I feel like, like cross movement really had a heavy influence too, because they were starting to see that success. They were selling 200, 300,000 copies. You know, KJ52 right. grits, like they're selling all these albums. Oh. And so rappers are starting to see, like, yo, like and KJ52 is dope. Yeah, super dope. Like, I actually made a He's beat dope. for him on um one of his later projects. Yeah, but like man. I think I think Christian rappers they started to see like, oh, like it, it there's there's money to be made, not in a bad way. Like, I don't right, say right. in a bad way, but like I think people saw the potential. And right. so, so then, of course, Lecrae signs with Cross Movement. Lecrae has reached, you know, like right. it's brewing. It's like because Cross Movement was was like what Reach is now, not necessarily where Reach is now, but right. like they were the Reach of the of that time, of right? That time, right? And, um, and so Lecrae, you know, signs with with Reach. I mean, with Cross Movement and. And he's influenced by what Cross Movement is doing, takes it a step further with like discipleship. And, you know, he was uh, talking about a lot of theology and a lot of people were influenced by that because Lecrae is he's growing in popularity. And then, of course, Jesus music comes out. Jesus music is super huge. And then he drops Rebel. Rebel, I produced on Rebel. That's the album I produced on. Um, Rebel was tough. Rebel, Rebel was, was tough. Rebel. And Rebel, and people don't realize it because it was so long ago, but like Rebel chart, when Rebel charted Billboard, like I think, I want to say Rebel charted in the top 200. It charted, 
and this is all genres. This isn't Christian right. music. This right. is secular hip hop. And yeah. so as we know it. And so he charted like 88, I think. And so when he charted 88, people were like, yo. Like yeah, the door started cracking open. Door started cracking <laughs> open. And so you got to think, people are like, well, what do we have to do to get to where he's at? Not necessarily right. in a bad way. It's just if you feel like that's the potential you can reach, you're going to try to reach that. And right. so if we got to rap like Lecrae, if we got to talk about discipleship and, and winning souls and um, building up the church, then that's what we're going to do. If we got to rap over the type of beast that he's rapping on, then that's what we're going to do. And so I think then uh, you had some scandals in CHH. Um, and then I feel like, Right after that, that's when CHH really started to struggle with this identity crisis to where it was like, yeah. like, OK, like everything we, you know, we some of our heroes have fallen. Not, you know, us putting our heroes too high on a pedestal as if they can't fall. You know what I'm saying? Right. So a lot of a lot of Christian rappers, you know, st- questioning their faith, questioning, you know, what they believe in. You're starting to see Christian rappers turn away from the faith. Um and you got other rappers who are like, you know what? Like, maybe, maybe I, I could. I'm still a believer, um, right. but I want to rap about other things. I could still glorify the Lord and not necessarily have to talk about, like, so I guess explicitly about the Bible. And yeah. just to go back, like, that's always been a thing, though. Like, people right. act like. This, people never rap like this. Like you gotta think, you had tunnel rats and cross movement. You had cross movement who was like way on one side, you know, right. rapping about Jesus, super explicit. And you had tunnel rats, which was like the polar opposite of cross movement. Still believers, still Christians, but you may not necessarily know by their music that they were Christian artists. And that's right. why I say, like, I think there's room for everybody. But it's like, well, if you don't do it my way, then you're not doing it the right way. And I yeah. think that's where the tension comes from. And I think that's where like the, the 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 bitterness and the misconceptions. And I think to be honest, I feel like Christian hip hop is in a healthier place now. Like yeah. I feel like we went through a season where people fought, fell away from the faith. And some people were like, you know what? I feel like God has taken me in a different direction. I don't have to focus so explicitly on the gospel. I could use my music as a platform to reach people just with good music. And then behind the scenes, I could be winning souls. I could be doing discipleship because those doors are open to me, which I'm not against that approach at all. But here's the problem. I don't think that's everybody's mantle. I don't think that's everybody's anointing. I don't think everybody is supposed to rap like that. I think some people are supposed to explicitly rap about the Bible because that's what they're best at. And no, they're, they may not have the platform of Lecrae, but are we chasing right. platforms or are we chasing Christ and chasing like the, the, the anointing that he has on our lives? Are we chasing right. what he has created us for? And I don't right. think a lot of us are, but I think right. honestly, now there are, there's this new wave of Christian rappers who are unashamed of the gospel and some of them are going to rap about that in their music. And then you have other artists who are like, you know what? I love the Lord, but I don't want to rap that way. And I feel like finally there's become this mutual, this, this, 
understanding from both sides and and everybody in between like you know what you're doing this you're doing that you're doing that and we all are a collective of artists who are all glorifying the lord just in the way that christ created us to so i know there's a long answer but i feel like like i feel like people need to hear that because i don't I, i think not too many artists have been in Christian hip hop long enough to right. where they seen all the nuances. Like right. this ain't new. Like Lecrae um, rapping less explicitly about Jesus because he was still rapping about Jesus. It just wasn't as explicit. You just had to know your Bible. Like if you knew the word of God, you would hear the scriptures he's saying. It's just right. he don't be like ephesians 5 25 said da, 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 right. da. everybody don't have to rap like that sometimes you could like i i watch tv shows tv shows on on nbc and fox they quote the bible all the time they're not christian shows but like the right. bible's everywhere like people right. always be quoting scriptures and i always be because i pointed out to my kids i'm like you know that's from the bible right like right. what they just said that's that's a scripture you know and then right. we, you know, and so like I know that's a long answer, but like people no, like this, this it's not anything new. Like people been like this. We've had this struggle, I feel like, since the beginning of Christian hip hop. Like right. people right. rap different ways. And and I think, but now we're mature enough to realize that there's room for everybody in the kingdom. Yeah. And I mean, and that's I mean, it it it, it, not, it all of that was really, really good. Uh, because basically that is the state of yeah. Christian rap. And if you've, you know, I'm a heavy follower of Christian rap. So I understood all of it because that is where it, I just think as we, as we, as human beings, period, that serve God, mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of our biggest battle is discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, like discipleship is a very tough so like we could do a lot of stuff. I can fast, I can pray, I can do this. But then when you ask people about discipling, mm-hmm. like do you actually tell people about God? Right, right, right. Then that's when it gets tricky because then people want to go, well, you know, I do, but man, I ain't got to do A, B, and C. And I was like, right. well, the one thing I look at it is this. The Bible literally clearly says that there is a separation between light and darkness. Definitely. It clearly says that we are the light of the earth, right? Light of the world. We're the salt. I mean, so there's a there is a strong, big, you know, thousand foot wall that splits between light and dark. So when I look at Christian rap, um, because some of Christian rap is really just music. Like if you listen like the Derek Minor. So Derek Minor has like two modes. Yeah. When you you listen to his whole album, he got two modes, but they Mm -hmm. do grew up. But he grew up in some situations, mm-hmm. so he he really tells you about his situations, right. but without the f bombs and yep. the girl trafficking and and all this other stuff that makes, you know that 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 spins the rap out of control and sends right. our young our young men down a rabbit hole that they can't get themselves out of. Yeah. Uh, but he's not afraid to still tell that side of the story. Right. Hey, yo, man, my life wasn't cool. This wasn't happening. This didn't happen. Um, and then I'm always trying to make sure I'm like, so is he ever going to talk about God? Right. And, but then you're right though. If you keep on listening to it, he is going to bring it back. It's just that it's 2021 and he's not going to go over in Philippians three and two. It's <laughs> a, a, B, and, C. and you're right. That was a big shift 
And some Christians, you know, people got a little upset about that. Uh, yeah. I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not I a did, fan. I of, did for a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I'm not a fan of Lecrae saying that, you know, he's not a Christian rapper. Um, I feel you. I feel But you. that's a personal thing because I think that, yo, if you're a Christian, you're a Christian. And you can't strip Christian away from the work that you do for God. Mm. The minute you take away Christian, the minute your work is not for God. See, that's I... Like, I don't necessarily agree with that, though, because I feel like um, this is where it gets tricky. I feel like the, the so the Bible talks about how um, I forget the where it's at, but it says whether we eat or drink or whatever you do, do it unto God. So, like, technically, we should do everything <laughs> to God. Oh, I see how you're trying to pull out a tricky so, one over. <laughs> so no, because I, I hear what you're saying. No, I, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. And I I I side with you like when it comes to so I guess let I me, mean you understand what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. And because yeah. my approach, my approach is this: I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Like I'm and not to say that other people are in Christian right. rap, but I'm not afraid, like if I'm writing a song and I want to drop a scripture here. I'm not afraid to do that. Right. If if I if I want to rap about, you know, me being stuck in traffic, which I did on a song, it's called right. Act 7. Um and just talk and, and 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 not necessarily talk about Jesus every single line. Right. I'll do that too. Right. Because at the end of the day, what am I trying to say in this song about being stuck in traffic? I need to be patient. Right. Bible talks about that's one of the fruits of the spirit. Uh, I need to trust God that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. Right. Like you don't always have to attack it from the same perspective. Right. Um I'm not ashamed to call myself a Christian rapper because that's what I am. Like, that's and what if you are, <laughs> and if and if people don't want to rock with me because of that, oh well. But at yeah. the same time, like, I'm not. I'm no longer like. I think there was a time where I was I was offended, not necessarily because people didn't want to call themselves a Christian rapper. Because again, we used to call ourselves Christian rappers as rappers. Right, because it's 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 like because I used to hate hearing people say that. To be honest, like, oh, uh, so, so you're not a regular rapper? No, not like, okay. See, like, now you bring it around because you're right, and I think now that you're saying that, so I think that that may have been Lecrae's ploy, which was yeah. It's not that I'm not a Christian rapper, but it's just that I I. I'm a rapper. Like I actually, this is a craft. Yeah, uh, exactly. my there you go. My, my message is Christ. Yes, yes, that's it. But, but I'm literally a rapper. But I got bars. Like I, exactly. Like <laughs> I'm a rapper. Like if you strip if you strip away one or the other, I still have bars. Yeah, like I can still flow whether I'm a Christian or if I'm not a Christian. But I can still light it up on the mic. Uh, so. Now that you're saying that, though, I can see maybe his spin was more. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I listen, Lecrae, like, you know, he puts limits with the trap music. Like, right. I thought when I saw that, I was like, okay, so trap, how does this go together? Yeah, yeah. 
But when I listened to it, he, 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 it was just still good old clean rap. Now I'm going to tell you what, I'm a guy that I was just talking to my cousin earlier today and we, we work out. And I'm like, when I'm working out, man, I got to hear some 808s. Like I got to hear, yeah, yeah. like I want to hear some, you know, yeah, spruce juice. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I want to, like I go grab that Lecrae Trap Boy and I want to hear it because it's yeah. going to give me that pump. Yeah, it's exactly. going to give me that hit that I want. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at our young fellas. I like that the Christian rap has both sections. I like when I listen to yours. And I went through a few songs because I hadn't really heard a, a lot of your songs. I mean, more yeah, yeah. your current stuff. But when I right. listen to your older stuff, you've always laced yeah. with Christ. Like you never change your message from being laced with Christ. Yeah. Or if I listen like to KB. Right. Like KB is probably one of the most versatile guys. Like I don't know if a lot of people yeah. know yeah. about KB, yeah. but this dude is really versatile because this dude's got crazy bars yep. some of the most outstanding production of music definitely that you can hear and then on top of that the dude be flipping it like he he, he be letting it rip and i'm like yeah. man but he sticks to his guns about yeah. his about the way like triple e like those guys stick very and that's where i put you into that category which yeah. is like yeah. i'm gonna do my my music gonna be banging yep my lyrics is gonna be flowing, but I'm gonna keep all majority of my songs are gonna be laced with Christ, and I love a good non because I, that's how I that's how I look at discipleship. Like me and my wife, we talk about that all the time. It's like I'm not a Bible study type. Like you come on this, you my podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Christ, dude, but I'm not gonna Bible study you. Right. Like, I'm not right. gonna. I'm gonna give you some scriptures, and what I want you to do is, I want you to be a big fella, go read those scriptures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you. I'm not going to Bible study you because I think that as big fellas, if I give you Romans 18 and four, yep. you should be able to go read that. And then I'm going to let you know to make sure you cross referencing that boy, because I could tell you anything all day, man. But when you read it, right. it's going to hit you a lot different. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's what, you know, that's what I like about uh, the Christian rap. Like, I like that you can say it, rap it and, and then drop something uh, mm. like my son is 16, man. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, dad, have you heard that new? Uh... Oh, he was talking about KB. He was like, man, yeah. what's up with uh, the, uh, KB? Like, you didn't tell me about this guy. Yeah, and KB. I, I thought I did. <laughs> and I'm trying to give him everybody. And the thing is, I got to drop, you know, your stuff on him. Like, I've been trying to remember everybody. There's so you know, many. <laughs> so many cats out there. So I try to listen to it because my son's 16. So yeah, right, right. His okay. ear vibe is that Drake. That exactly, yeah. you know, what I'm saying he want to hear the humming, like he, he and he don't mind it being Christian, but he want to hear some humming on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like, and that's the thing. I feel like CHH more now than ever because there, there's no technology gap anymore. Like you're right. You think we? I mean, I I own a studio that although wasn't as expensive as the studio I first started in back in '99, I get just as good of a sound, if not better than what I was getting 20 years ago yeah. because the sound has evolved. The 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 gatekeepers, like the entry right. point is a lot easier now than it was back then. So I feel like artists now are able to to keep up and even even excel what is being done, you know, in the world. And so I wanted to mention this point because um 
I feel like like with the Christian hip hop title, like we we've held it loosely on both sides. Yeah. And I'm and I'm going somewhere with this. So like on one end, it was we called ourselves Christian rappers because we didn't want to offend the church. But now the 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 issue isn't offending the church. The church is on board, you know, with what we've been doing. We they've been on board for a while. Um, I feel like the other issue though, which is it's hard because I feel like as artists, we do want to be respected. Not that we yeah. live for that respect, but we do want to be seen as MCs. Like I don't right. want a crutch. Like I don't want this, 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 you know, have have pity on me because I'm a Christian rapper. Take it easy on me. Like, no, I could spit too. Right. And um, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And so right. I think like Lecrae, like God put him in a position that none of us have ever been. Like it was, it was right. unprecedented for Christian hip hop. Like he's he he's God opened doors for him that none of us have ever been through. You know, right. and so I always tell people like, yeah, like Lecrae. I feel like if I was in Lecrae's shoes, like I would, if if I could live the perfect scenario and I frame it like this on purpose because I feel like if I was really in Lecrae's shoes, would I really handle Lecrae's platform the way that I think I would under pressure? Um, I would like to say yes. Right. But I'm sure like there are things, you know, we're no one's perfect. And so I feel like, and Lecrae has owned up to this stuff, by the way, like, that, oh, listen, that like, dude is still like, that dude is still yeah. and I and this is how I look. I don't mean to cut you off, but my thing is this you gain respect when you own up. Yep. Oh, definitely. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So when I listen to him, and this is the thing, because I get what he's saying. It's just yep. that like because I dig it because as me as uh because I'm a men mentor. Yeah. So you can't Bible thump men, right? Like, you, I'm sorry, and, and I don't care who try to come on here and say that you can. It doesn't work. Like it doesn't work for I, everybody. Like, it doesn't work for. And, I, and well, listen, this is the thing. I can bub, I can Bible thump people who are have been in church, know about church, who have some type of association with church. Maybe right. one foot in, one foot out. Right. But, but I've asked God to give me people who don't know nothing about church. Mm. So my approach all the time, dude, is literally friendship. Yeah, like, that's it. So I'm yeah. building a relationship. All while throwing this, throwing the Lord in and out, all up around, moving it in to where one guy told me it was like, dude, I was at home yesterday thinking about salvation. Mm. So I'm looking at him like straight up. He was like, but what I'm saying is this is that I don't know when you told me about salvation. Mm. He's, like, he's like, I know you saved, man. I know you do this. I know. I know. He said, but I don't remember when you told me. <laughs> Literally, he was like, I don't know when you told me that I needed to be saved. Yeah, that's good. All I know is that I started being pressed at the house and I'm like, where are these thoughts coming from? He said, and when I looked at it, I thought my boy Q is the only real Christian that kicked yeah. it for me. Yeah. He said, so this dude has been dropping it. He said, and I tried to go back to think, when did you throw a scripture at me? When did you do this? Uh, and I'm saying that because it was your life. It was my life, but my thing is that you guys have that same potential to do so. When I look at Lecrae's and I look at KB, especially anybody who follows Bizzle, 
Uh huh. Oh yeah. You don't hold no punches. But Bizzle has a whole story. Like this dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, or check out people like I am Ward. Right, right. Yep. Look at Los. I mean, these dudes got great influence in an yep. arena that yep. we shouldn't be in. That so, we shouldn't be in. Yep, exactly. And, and there's the thing. This is why I had to get you on here because see, you was in the beginning. Like you started in the beginning, like 14 years old. Yeah. Looking at CHH, like literally beginning. Yeah. Like right there before Grits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Grits and them all. So all of you guys were there, but you were like right there in the front of the thing. So when I started looking up, you know, I'm, I'm researching. I'm like, now I've been kicking it with this guy like for a year, <laughs> you know, back and forth through Instagram. I mean, we've been yeah, right, you know, right. back and forth, you know, what's yep. up, how things going and stuff right. like that. But I was like, exactly. when I started really researching, I was like, oh no, this guy has been in the game. I've been around. <laughs> He's been in the game before the game changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it got more where I'm going to drop this stuff on you so that you can have an experience like Nate, uh, like a NF. Right, right. He, he talks right. more of that, like, "Yo, I'm not, I, I'm not a Bible thumper, dude." He said, "But I'm gonna leave you with stuff, right? Exactly. That when you at the house, it should right. have an impression on you to yeah. be better or exactly. not to commit suicide, not to right. do that." Like, he's really on a whole, like, and it, I'm going to what you said, which is everybody got these lanes. Yup. Because NF got a lane where I don't see none of you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's literally operating in lane. All by himself. Yeah, he's in a new territory. It's just he's funny. In a new, like, that's a whole new territory. We were talking about Lecrae, like NF is NF now is in a whole nother space that that I feel like nobody has been to. And so I'm sure, like, like I just I pray for guys like that who are in these positions. Um, you know, Toby Wig um Wigway, like all these yeah. artists who God is starting to use in these really, um, like, I won't say crazy ways, but in these very publicized ways, in these very, because I think oftentimes we could see these platforms and we could be discouraged, like, well, how is God using me? Because I'm not reaching as many people as this person, but that, right. but everybody has a different lane. And mm -hmm. that doesn't mean one person's lane is more important than the other. Like, we all come together like Voltron, you know, and yeah. And, and really make the thing happen. But the one thing I was trying to, that I was hoping to say um, about Lecrae, um, that I, I I side with you on, um, and this is where I was trying to get to, was like, I think when Lecrae started switching things up, like when he was saying certain stuff on interviews, and like, I didn't agree with everything he said, um, even if, I understood his point. Like, even if right. I understood where he was coming from, um, there were times where, yeah, maybe he could have said this in a different way um, because now, and there's two sides to this because on one end, like we, we have to be firm in our faith and we have to be solid on what we stand on. Right. But at the, on the flip side, like we have to be careful that we don't, that our influence isn't used in a way to where it leads people down the wrong direction. So there has right. to be, both sides have to be very careful. It's just right. like, like, you know, the Bible talks about, um, you know, not provoking your children to anger. 
You right. know, I think about this all the time because I deal with this, you know, with, with my sons, especially because um, sometimes they I do get upset, you know, right. but it's <laughs> like on one end, no, you shouldn't have did that. But on the flip side, am I pushing you in a way to where it makes you want, want to do right. certain crazy stuff? So it's like there's two sides and, and it's not to, and one doesn't excuse the other. But that's why the Bible gives us all sorts of direction, like yeah. on what we should do. At the end of the day, the choices we make are on us. No, yeah. we shouldn't sway somebody which way. But at the same time, that person at the end of the day is responsible for You're their right. decision. We have to answer for ourselves. So, like, I just don't I don't know if Lecrae realized the influence that or the or the the weight that a lot of his words carry. And I think a lot of CHH for a time was a reflection of where he was moving in the space. And that doesn't mean that how he was moving was wrong. Right. It's just, I think a lot of people had identity issues to where it's like, all right, I'm just, cause some artists are just chasing the bag. That's a reality. Like, but you're going to yeah. find that anyway. You go, yeah. you got pastors who preach because they're going to get a bag. Right. You got yeah. people who do all sorts of stuff for money. So that's long that's as there's sin in the world, that's just the given. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's exactly. the best way to put it. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And so that's gonna same thing exists in CHH. But so, but you have artists, you have guys like myself, you have guys like KB um who are gonna hold up the banner. You have people who are going to hold it down for Jesus, who are gonna be Christian rappers because we want to be like I want to yeah. be known as a Christian rapper, for better or for worse. Um, And there are other artists who don't have that same conviction, and that's okay. But at the the same time, if we're going to denounce a certain thing, and this is where I kind of, this is where I disagreed with Lecrae a little bit, was just it was certain ways that he expressed himself. Um, I just thought as long as you've been in Christian hip-hop, I think you could have been a little more delicate i understand like you're in certain environments but we just have to be quick to hear and slow to speak but again lecrae had pressure on him that i don't know if i would have did any better you know in that scenario but i I just praise god that lecrae has since um i don't want to use the word repent because i don't feel like it's that deep but i feel like lecrae is I feel like Lecrae is, he's found, like, he's been restored, like, his book, like, he talks about, like, I think restoration, I think yeah. he, I think he's came full circle, and I feel yeah. like, I feel like the Lecrae we see in now, I'm like, man, like, I love restoration, I feel like it was a perfect balance of yeah. Christian hip-hop, but still giving the streets and those who yeah. aren't believers something they can rock with and yeah. possibly be led, you know, to the Lord um, through. So, yeah. And I think, too, it's going to be, uh, and we're going to be rolling out on this, boy. We, yeah, listen, sure. we weren't even supposed to be on this long. This is yeah, a good talk. This was a good yeah. talk. But my thing is, I think that at the end of all of it, is that how is that life at the house? You know, yeah, right. That's it. Uh, and that's, that's it. really is that are you living what you, what you're, the, the one thing that God requires us to do as Christians is to not only talk about it, but then also to live it because that's the only way the world is actually going to know. And I do agree with you. I think that the pressure 
and not just him, but I mean, you've been, you know, you've been sustained for 12 years doing this yeah. full time. I mean, it's still pressure there. Oh yeah. And never to overcommit to something that might jeopardize the way you actually live on a standard. Like you just can't exactly. sell, you can't sell yourself to every every bag because nope. it'll compromise the, the conviction or the, that what you're trying and you got boys and stuff. So what you're trying to build at home, yeah. Just because they want to throw this bag to you, it's like I could take it, but I then could. it <laughs> what what we have going on though conflicts with the way that I believe, the way that I yep. carry myself. And so I'm not willing to jeopardize that. And I think that Lecrae that that was a big thing for him. NF talked about that exact same thing, even in his platform, which is I'm on the top of the mountain. Mm. I got all of what I got. Mm. And at the end of it, I still feel empty. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, he talked wow. about on one of his albums where it was just he just talked about it. And I'm like, that, that's real talk. But real, he just yeah. like, but he like, I got everything. Mm. Concert sold out. I mean, everything is rolling. Right, right. And he said, then that's when he had to look back at God and say, Okay. Yeah. So really, you can have this, but I'm empty. Like, yeah, yeah. So I got all of this good stuff rolling, man. Money everywhere, but then in my insides, and see that emptiness come because you are a Christian. So you can say what you want, right? And as I look at Lecrae, yeah. and that's what I say about Lecrae. Like, what Lecrae found out is that he is a Christian yeah. because he yeah. had the same success, yeah. But the same emptiness was there that yeah. plagued them, and he's like, "How can I be here?" Mm. But I'm feeling this emptiness, and it all come down to that because, man, at the end of all of it, you love God like you do. Yeah, right, right, right. Or else you wouldn't have felt the empty. Like, God, you wouldn't have felt what God was trying to pro, you know, he was proking him, and you wouldn't have felt that if you did not have a connection with Christ. That's right. how come I said I agree with you. Repentance, I'm, according to scripture, he probably did, and that's on his side, right? But right. to me, I think God did exactly what he wanted to do. Lecrae is still going to be one of our fierce, yeah. fierce Christian rappers that's going to be on that side of the fence that's going to still open a door. Like, you literally wouldn't be sustained for 12 years yep. if Lecrae didn't bust the door wide open big enough right. for people like you to be sustained for 12 years. Like Exactly, yeah. God uh, uses some people to, to be the catapult, man, and, and that yep. weight is heavy. You exactly. know, look at Paul. Paul was a catapult. And it was already disciples here, but Yo. God, but God chose Paul to yeah. be this catapult. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Like, and and Paul wrestled. Listen, all of Romans is Paul wrestling with the catapult. Like, why am I here when I have all this baggage? Mm. Why do I got this thorn in my side? Yeah, yeah. Why am I doing? When you listen to that, him talking. He's looking even at like the disciples was here before me. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm, I'm last on the totem pole, but yet you're going to catapult me to talk to the Gentiles? Mm. Me to go back to Rome? You're going to tell me to talk to all of these churches that was planted? Yeah. Really, dude? Like That's me? Heavy. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. now we're about to go see. Now we're about to go church on them. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I love no, it. Man. But listen, we got a lot to talk about, man. And hopefully your schedule opens up, man, and we can get on here and chop and it we up. We can do it again. Uh, yeah. For do sure. it again. Uh, whenever that love schedule gets open, man. But like I said before, man, I appreciate it. Uh, the conversation was great. We got yeah, comments from there. It. People have enjoyed the uh, the com conversation around Christian rap. Hopefully, you guys have a better understanding of Christian rap. Uh, definitely K drama is got 
some fire out there and you can go all the way back to the 90s <laughs> yeah. if you want to hear it but uh but uh tell the people how they can get at you man so um, i'm on uh facebook you can just type in k drama i should pop up i'm on instagram at k drama 513 twitter at k drama 513 music is on spotify apple music itunes I, i've been dropping a lot of new music lately so uh definitely check it out i got a new joint called both sides of the blessing featuring Jared Sanders and DJ Michael V. That's been uh getting a lot of a lot of good positive feedback. Yeah. And um, so I pray you'll check it out and enjoy it. Yeah, it's uh I will definitely tell y'all it is fire. Uh I've listened sure. to it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, the two young fellas you got on there, they got <laughs> they got swag. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> they it. They got swag, they got swag. Yeah. So uh listen, yeah. man, keep on doing it. Uh, let's definitely stay in touch, man. For sure, uh, man. Yes. Hey, I got some new merch. And I'm yeah. I'm gonna send you some new merch. Yeah, hit me. Rock out and uh and uh, like I said, man, let's just uh keep that friendship going. And, yeah, for uh, sure. And and definitely, you know, if you need me, holler at me, and uh, cause I definitely gonna be hollering at you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I will. I appreciate you for sure. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Definitely, if you enjoyed this video, man, or, or this recording here, man, uh, for, if, you, if you're just not checking out the recording, please share with as many people, man. We want to let people know about Christian music, Christian rap music, and its origin, you know, how it's changed and uh, the beauty of it today. I definitely say your young young ladies and young fellas should be uh, taking the alternative from the secular Christian, from a secular rap over to some Christian rap. I'm telling you, it has turned the fire and uh and you won't be disappointed man so oh, yeah. uh, this is your boy q and i'm out peace out <laughs>